there. Welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Kim Hutchins, and at 412, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. 412 is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Ontario. We are so excited to be able to continue to equip you as we expand our podcast to YouTube. Today, we have Dave Lane with us. We've been blessed to have Dave on previous episodes, which you can check out at 412.ca or your favorite podcast app by searching 412 Canada. In this episode, we're going to talk about this book, It's Just a Phase, which we'll post a link to on our show notes. And although today's discussion focuses on parenting, I think that if you're a volunteer watching this and you work with preschoolers, kids, or youth, it's going to be so helpful for you to understand these things so that you can better partner with the parents in the lives of the kids. I'm excited to chat with Dave about this, and he has such a passion to help this next generation become everything God wants them to become. He believes that this is done by encouraging parents, equipping youth leaders, and engaging students. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. I always love coming and visiting 412. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're here, Dave, and that this worked out. It's been quite the season. It has been interesting. It has been interesting. (laughs) Now, I know that um, for volunteers, we haven't done a lot of volunteering this year, and we've been really Mm -hmm. focusing on our families. Yeah. So I just wanted to kick off. How is your family doing? We are doing well. I think the word that we are learning as a family is grace because we're all living in the same house working out of home (laughs) all day long and so it's been yeah so we're showing each other grace we keep saying to each other you've got to show grace and so it's been good but yeah a lot of changes I've changed positions I'm Mm -hmm. no longer a youth pastor I'm working for Youth for Christ or Youth Unlimited YFC Sarnia Lambton Mm -hmm. beginning a new chapter there our new satellite so we're excited about that so a lot of changes, but things are going well. That's good. That's awesome. And uh, I wanted to talk about, because we're going to talk about mm-hmm. a little bit about It's Just a Phase, that yeah. book from Orange. And how did you hear about Orange? Well, it's interesting. I became a family pastor, a youth and family pastor at my church. And I heard about Orange. And what I loved about Orange was it talks about the fact that uh, two influences combined mm-hmm. are greater than just two separate influences. And I loved the idea of orange because the home was red, mm-hmm. the church was yellow, and you combine them and it creates orange. And so the thing is, is that we're helping parents do the best they can. And so that just really resonated with me. And I was like, this is good stuff. And in reading this book, I'll tell you, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I will put a link to it because I think people should really look at that. And I mean, you've been, as you said, a youth pastor for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And in that time, what have you found or discovered about parents and their influence on their kids? Well, I think, Kim, for me, looking at uh, being a parent myself, because I have a Mm 22-year-old and a 20-year-old, so they're adults now, which is kind of (laughs) scary. But what I realized was this, is that as their parent... No one knows them better than my wife and I. Yeah, and that's be- true. And because of that, we have the most influence over them. And it's interesting, Kim, it was from the Orange Conference. I heard this statistic <laughs> that kind of stuck with me. It said this, that let's say your son was in my youth ministry, mm-hmm. okay, and he was faithful. I would have 40 hours a year with him. But you as his mom have over 30, uh, have over 3,000 hours. I know, that's crazy. And so take a step yeah. further. Let's say your son 
was through all of our children's ministry and mm. our youth ministry. That's about 12, like 12 years, or not 12 years, 18 years. And if you do the math, that's about 720 hours we have with him. Wow. That's less than a third in his lifetime. That's less than a third of what you have in one year. And so we really need to help the parents be the influencers, mm -hmm. right? And how would you say, you talk about positional, well, Annette talks about in there, positional and relational influence. Yeah. What does that look like? And how would parents do that practically yeah. in the lives of their kids? Well, it's interesting because there's a diagram in it that is really, really interesting. It talks about that when a child is born, you as a parent have two different influences. Mm -hmm. You have positional and you have relational. And the diagram has positional as the, the strong one and relational as the low one. But over time, what will happen is those two will actually switch, right? Yeah. And it happens in those awkward years of grades seven, eight, and nine. Mm -hmm. And so the, the issue is a lot of parents that I've talked to will wake up one morning and they're like, I have no longer any influence over my kids anymore. And I say, well, why is that? Because I will say to them, you need to do this because I'm your dad. And it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because the positional has now kind of flipped. Mm -hmm. And they haven't worked on the relational. And so they have nothing in the bank to draw from. And so they're, 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 they're floundering, right? Yeah. Yeah, so how could they work on relational when they're younger, right? Yeah. And then when they're older, like what's a practical way to do that? Yeah, it's interesting because relational, we always have to be working on it. Yeah. Because there's a window and we need to maximize the time that we have because that window actually closes really fast. Because in the book, it talks about with a preschooler, Mm -hmm. You have about 12 hours a day with them to build relationship. Okay, an elementary kid, you have about six hours. A junior high, you mm -hmm. have four. And a high school student, you have like two. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? It is. And so you right? need to maximize the time. And I think it's interesting because they actually break it down in these books. Yeah. They talk about a, um, a preschooler. You have morning time. You have drive time. You have bath time. You have cuddle time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have these moments to kind of build those relationships. When it comes to the, the elementary kids, you have morning time still, you have drive time, you have meal time, and you have bedtime. And so in those formative years, you have a lot of time mm -hmm. to build those relationships, even though the positional influence is high. Okay? Yeah. But it's when you hit junior high that things begin to change because then you come from morning time to drive time to meal time. Yeah. But in high school, you lose that drive time because they begin to drive. You do, right? right? You, you lose yeah. so much time with them. It kind of yeah. catches you off guard. And so we're right? always trying to say, okay, how can we build relationships? Because, Kim, for mm -hmm. me, i got to be honest with you, I, I learned this late in life. Mm -hmm. I learned this when my kids were, like, in high school. And I wish I had taken advantage of the time I had mm -hmm. because they wanted to be involved with me, right, when they're young. Yeah, Right? And you're like, oh, later, later. But then before you know it, it's like, it's like that song, The Cat's in the Cradle. Remember yes. that song? Dak, we spend time, we spend time, we spend the later, later, yeah, later, later. And then it all switches. And then Dad's like, can we spend time? And the song's yeah. like, I don't have any time. Yeah. Because there's no relationship. Mm -hmm. Right? And so we're always trying to work on that relationship. So then in parenting, what would you say is the end goal? Like, what should we focus on as parents? Yeah, the end goal is really important. In fact, what I would say is this, is when you're parenting, you always have to have the end in mind because mm -hmm. it'll come sooner. Because like I said to you, my kids are adults. My wife and I were sitting down the other day just thinking, man, it was, it was just yesterday that they were preschoolers. Yeah, right? right? 
And so in the book, it says this, which is really interesting, that our job isn't necessarily to raise kids. It's to raise adults. Mm-hmm. Because our goal, right, is for them to actually <laughs> leave, right? We don't want them to stay here forever, but we want to give them the freedom, right? And so we yeah. want to make sure that we're raising them to the point where they have the confidence to step out. And it's that relational that's huge. Yeah. yeah. And so what are some practical ways to work on that yeah. relationship? Well, it's interesting. In the book, yeah. it, gives, it gives four words that I kind of, when I saw them, I thought, okay, this is really good. For preschoolers, the word was embrace. Because for a preschooler, what you're doing is you're embracing their physical needs. And when you do that, you're actually, you're actually establishing physical trust. Mm-hmm. So even as a young, young child, they see you as someone they can trust. Right? And then when they get to elementary, it kind of changes. It's about engaging, mm-hmm. engaging in their interests. And by doing this, what you're actually doing is you're actually earning relational credit. So when you come home and they want to play with you, you know, like, I, I don't know how many tea parties that I did, right? <laughs> In fact, there was this one game my daughter loved. It was uh, Disney Princesses. Yeah. And Kim, I had to wear a tiara. <laughs> right? And so here's this picture. They have this I picture of me. I think you could pull that off. I could. I could, yeah. It, I had the beard back then, too. But I had this tiara. But it was because I wanted to spend time with my daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I love Disney. But the thing was, is it's like, okay, but it was worth it. Because mm-hmm. it was those, what I was doing was I was earning relational credit that I could pull from, yeah, right? And so it's that whole idea of embracing and then engage. And then for junior high, this one is huge, and I love this word, is affirm. Mm-hmm. Affirming their personal journey. Because I don't know about you, Kim, but I remember when I was in junior high, those are the years I like to forget, yeah. right? Because they're <laughs> awkward, right? Because you, you're going through all of these changes and all that kind of stuff. And so in that time, if we can affirm their personal journey, what we're doing is this, is reproving a relational commitment to them. Mm-hmm. What we're saying to them is no matter what happens, you know, we're going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. When your friends bail on you, all that kind of stuff, when it gets awkward, we're going to be there. And that commitment is really strong. And then when you move to the last one, the last word is really interesting, is mobilize. For high schools, what we want to do is we want to mobilize mm-hmm. their potential. And this is the time where we begin to, it's about leveraging our relational influence. And see, what breaks my heart, Kim, as a youth pastor is this, is that a lot of parents don't have the relational credit. Mm. And so when it comes time to leveraging that, it's just really, really awkward, right? Like with my son, for example, let's give you an example. When he was young, I would say to him, Bob, you're not doing that because I'm your dad. Mm -hmm. And now when he comes to me, I say, Bob, this is what I would do, buddy, but it's your choice. Right. And we'll dialogue. And it's interesting because I would probably say nine out of ten times he'll actually do what I suggest. But it's not because I'm telling him. Mm-hmm. It's because I have a relationship with him because I've established that relational credit. And now what I'm doing is I'm leveraging. And interesting, my kids are no longer teenagers and they still come to me as adults. Yeah, and that'll amazing. continue, right? But that's yeah. where the relationship is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. so what have you found over the years has been really encouraging to you as a parent? Because your kids are grown now, so you can look back and what really stands out. I think for me, and and I want to be very careful when I say this, that that I made a lot of mistakes. Like I remember when I I was asked to be a family pastor and I started reading these books on parenting, I was like, man, I wish I would have known this. And that's (laughs) one reason why I'm really committed to encouraging parents, not just of teenagers, 
but parents in general, because I want them to know these things so they can, they can be successful in the parenting. But I think the one thing that really encouraged me and the thing I remember were the times I spent with my kids. Mm. And yeah, I was busy and I would carve out times where I would go, my son was into Star Wars and we would go to these Comic-Cons and we would do these kind of things. And, and he remembers those things and it's that time or, or going on dates with my daughter or going mm -hmm. on trips or if I would go and speak at a retreat, I'd bring my daughter with me, right? Yeah. And so now we look back on those memories and because I, it was all about that relationship, relational credit. Now, I, I think I was doing it probably, Kim, not knowing. Like I was great. thinking to yeah. myself, okay, well, <laughs> I want to spend time with my kids. And being a youth pastor helped too. Yeah. Like, because I would go on retreats with my kids and trying to find that balance. But being involved and making time for them, like the time you spend with your kids, you'll never regret. Mm. But you don't always want, you're busy, right? So it's hard making that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is for sure. Yeah. Well, and I'm just thinking about those who are joining us and maybe some have been volunteering in Kidsmen or youth or preschool, and maybe some are just volunteers or are just parents and they're not even volunteering, right? Yeah. As many haven't been in this past year. So what would you say to encourage them um, as a parent or working with kids? Yeah, I think working <clears throat> with kids, and I think I, I, when I talk to youth youth workers and children's workers, children workers, what I would say is this, is you're not their parent. Yeah. So the responsibility is not on you. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm just saying that as a, yeah. as a dad, right? Yeah. Like, you know, my, my kid's spiritual growth is not dependent on Dave, the youth pastor. Mm -hmm. It's dependent on Dave, the, the dad. Yeah. Right? And I think for so long we have seen the paid professionals as the ones that are going to save our kids. Mm -hmm. And how can we, if we go back to those numbers, right? I have 40 hours a year with your kid. <laughs> yeah. You have 3,000. I know. So anything I do compare. within youth group, it's going to be <laughs> offset at home if it's not being. And so I think the thing is for parents, I think they want to do the best they can. And I think that's where as a church, we really have to come alongside of them. And that's the whole idea of Orange. Yeah. The whole idea of Orange is saying, okay, listen, the church and the home have to come together. Mm -hmm. And when we blend together, then we can help these parents. Because Kim, for me, it was a game changer when I heard those numbers. Oh my goodness, right? I was like, whoa. <clears throat> so if I'm not helping my parents, then I'm doing them a great service. And I don't mm -hmm. want to do that. No. Right. Now, this has been such a fantastic conversation, Dave. I love that you are such a wealth of knowledge, oh. right? You've been doing this so long. Your kids are grown, so you've really seen a lot, and you're so engaged and invested yeah. in the lives of the kids and the parents, right? Yeah. Um, and that's definitely, I see that, your heart for parents and kids. Yeah. And so I hope that those who are listening are blessed by this conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being Thanks, on Kim. today. Thanks, Kim. I love being here. Yeah, that's great. Okay, as I mentioned in this episode, we will put links for any of the books and resources that Dave mentioned in our show notes. Those notes are available at 412.ca under podcast episode 23. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. And for those watching the video edition, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss an episode. Also, Hop into the discussion by following us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at 412 Canada. Thanks for joining us.